Hi, everyone. Good evening. So um, tonight we're going to focus on one little but very important element of meditation practice, um, which is how we respond moment by moment to feeling, sensations, thoughts, any kind of experience which we may find unpleasant in some way, um, which we may not, uh, which we might prefer not to have. Um, last week, I talked about um, these two basic modes that we can understand the mind to have, the mode of doing and the mode of being. Um, what we're trying to do when we practice meditation is to nurture, to cultivate the ability to just be with our experience as it is. Part of the journey of cultivating this particular sort of mode of being um, is that we need to understand with as much clarity as possible how much of the time when we experience things that we'd rather not experience, I'm just to use a very broad characterization, um, we naturally adopt the mode of doing. We see that particular experience, um, feeling, thought, sensation, whatever it may be, as a kind of problem, something to do something about, right? Um, and it can go everywhere from having a very intensely negative um, emotion that feels like it's just washing over us, and that we want to find a way to get rid of, you know, um, all the way down to the most kind of subtle and apparently innocuous kinds of passing discomforts, like, oh, like a, a sensation that is a little bit tight. Um, and then we might approach that in our meditation practice in a way that's intended um, to kind of like alleviate that discomfort to make it go away. Or perhaps you experience tightness in your chest or some other in your breathing or something like that. And you say, that's not comfortable. And you approach your sitting with the kind of either ulterior or even kind of explicit desire or motivation to soften that up, to loosen it, to get rid of it. To, maybe you think that what we're doing when we meditate is like, you know, um, opening up our breathing. Um, so that I feel open, right? Like the, a good meditation is one in which I feel open, in which the breath feels free. And so tension um, then becomes understood as a problem that the technique of meditation is meant to solve in some way. Um, and uh, sometimes that can work. There are there are times when we can approach feelings or uncomfortable um, experiences, inner experiences, with this kind of problem-solving mentality. 
or approach and we can actually you know find ways to alleviate our discomfort um uh we can you know there are lots of breathing techniques that people use we can stretch we can do different kinds of body work you know we can um there th- there there are ways that people can sometimes successfully you know get those kinds of uncomfortable states to go away but um the core of the practice that really we're doing together on tuesday nights is learning how to find a different way to relate to those kinds of experiences um to um to really like let them be um to see them as 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 moments actually we don't need to try to get rid of um which we can find a very different kind of relationship to and then in in a kind of miraculous way often when we can adopt that kind of attitude towards these experiences of discomfort suddenly we can see that oh um just by letting that experience be there it isn't as much of a problem as i thought it was in fact it was like when we realize that things become problems when we label them as problems right when we relate to something as a problem then of course it becomes a problem becomes heavier for that very reason um and i think one of the, the basic issues with this kind of doing approach to our inner life is that a lot of times when we approach things inside that feel uncomfortable in that way it actually ends up exacerbating the problem it makes tension that we try to get rid of in some way often ends up getting tighter fear that we try to get rid of often ends up becoming intensified you know we start becoming anxious or afraid of our fear anger that we're trying to get up in this way often becomes intensely irritating and we start to get angry at our anger i mean there's a lot of really obvious examples um and so just by kind of like switching the frame and saying well what would it be like just to like let this be here and not have to see it as a problem that in itself can suddenly change everything and so like you might still feel the sensations that you associate with fear or anger or discomfort or pain and yet they don't don't have to be a source of suffering in the way they are when we approach them as something that we need to get rid of aversion pushing something away often actually just makes things worse and i think what we're going to do tonight is just simply explore how it is that we respond to experiences of discomfort it is highly unlikely that we will go through the next medit- this meditation period together which will last about 25 minutes or so and not experience at least some discomfort of some kind could be merely physical discomfort it could be uh, a little bit more intense like tightness of breathing you know a little bit tension in the body or it could be much more intense it could be like a form of emotional suffering right that arises in the course of the sitting if you go to the next 25 minutes and don't experience a single moment of discomfort or any kind of thing that you 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 know then great 
enjoy the ride, right? Um, but most of us will experience at least some moments of discomfort. And instead of seeing those moments as a problem, let's approach them as opportunities, like wonderful opportunities to see, huh, how does the mind respond or react to these moments of discomfort? So in fact, I would say welcome tonight and every night. Any arising of discomfort um, of any kind and see it as a real opportunity to say, so what's going on? What do I do when something occurs that, you know, I kind of kind of wish didn't happen, that I didn't feel? Okay, just see that. All right. All right. So I'll offer some cues throughout the course of this sitting that will be, you know, that that maybe will help you ask certain questions of these experiences, investigate it with curiosity. But that's the overall kind of frame with which we're going to approach this sitting tonight. Okay, so like the, the point. All right. So um, please get into a comfortable position. You're upright, but not stiff. And the breath can move as freely as possible into the body so that you're not scrunched over. So your chest and belly are free to move. Feel free to close your eyes if that feels comfortable. You can also leave them open, but if you do so, please just unfocus your gaze. You're not looking at anything in particular, just letting uh, letting light enter your eyes. Let's begin by just taking a few very deep breaths. Nice, deep and slow in through the nose. and exhaling slowly through a slightly open mouth. Just take a few more of these deep breaths, breathing fully, deeply, slowly in through your nose, and exhaling slowly through a slightly open mouth. And after the next exhalation, let your mouth come to a close and just begin to breathe in and out through your nose. And also just let your breath now come and go at its own rhythm, no longer intentionally lengthening the breath. Just letting the breath find its own rhythm and depth, which may change throughout the course of our sitting together. It's okay if the breath is shallow or uneven. The key is just let the breath breathe itself without controlling it in any way.
And now please bring your awareness to the rise and fall of the chest. Just noting the sensations you can feel in the chest that are associated with the breath. And a lot of people, even people who've been meditating for a long time, can still buy into this notion that the breath is supposed to be some particular way, you know, deep and slow, relaxed, calm. And sometimes it can be that way, but there is no need for it to be any particular way. If you feel tension in the chest as you breathe, you feel that the breath is uneven, uncomfortable in some way, just let it be that way. And just feel how it feels. And whenever thoughts or any other kind of distraction pulls you away from the breath so that you lose track of the sensations of your breathing, just notice that that's happened. Take note of what has pulled you away, what kind of thought or feeling. And then gently but firmly bring your awareness back to the breath, to the rise and fall of the chest. And you'll have to do this over and over again. It's natural, normal. Now please bring your awareness into your lower belly and just feel the sensations of the breath there. Expansion, contraction of the abdominal wall of the belly.
Now, let your awareness widen so you can feel the movement of the breath in the belly and the chest at the same time. And feel the way the breath moves the entire upper body as you breathe in and out. And now let your awareness widen even further so that as you follow the sensations of the breath, you just feel the sensations throughout the body as a whole. Just noting how the body as a whole feels sitting here. While you're also aware of the breath. might even feel the way that the breath just suffuses the body as a whole. As you continue following the breath in this way, feeling the sensations throughout the body in this way, if you notice a certain discomfort arising somewhere in the body, let your awareness move towards that area of discomfort. And experience the sensations associated with that discomfort. Explore, investigate with curiosity what that discomfort feels like at the level of sensation. Perhaps there's tightness, 
heat. Sharp, sharpness of some kind. Notice how the discomfort feels at the level of sensation and also notice how the mind responds to that discomfort. Can you sense any impulse to push that discomfort away? to see it as a problem, something to get rid of. Notice how that feels, that reaction to the discomfort. Try to be aware of that with curiosity. With openness not judging it, just noticing how the mind reacts to discomfort. All we're doing right now is practicing awareness. There are no shoulds. We're not trying to do something the right way. We're just noticing how things feel and how the mind reacts to how things feel. Just watching. And after you've explored discomfort and your reaction to discomfort for a little while, then let your awareness return to the breath and to a wider awareness of the body as a whole. And if discomfort arises again, or perhaps it never went away, you can let your awareness move towards it again for a little while, exploring what it feels like. And again, the reaction of the mind to it. But after a while, after a minute or so at the most, then let your awareness return to the breath. So you don't stay too fixated on these sites of discomfort. You're focusing in for a bit, exploring, and then panning back, letting your awareness widen 
settling back on the breath and the body as a whole. When you feel something uncomfortable, notice the mind's tendency to see it as a problem, something to make go away. Try experimenting with a different attitude, one that sees the sensation of discomfort as an opportunity, something to be curious about, something to explore with warmth and compassion. It's not always possible to do that. Sometimes the resistance, the aversion are just too powerful too habitual, but try, experiment once in a while, approaching these moments of discomfort, this place of discomfort, with curiosity, even with warmth. Ask what's really going on here? What does this feel like?
sometimes when we practice in this way, we can become frustrated when the discomfort doesn't go away. Which just reveals that we are only approaching the discomfort with curiosity because we had this ulterior motive that that would make it actually go away. But the point isn't to make the discomfort go away. The point is just to let it be. Can you tell yourself that it's okay if this feeling, this discomfort stays for as long as it likes? How does the mind react to a thought like that? And you just let your experience right now be as it is, without any need to make it otherwise.
Okay, that's good. Thank you. So I'm very curious to hear how this was for people. Um, it can be interesting, I think, to get a reminder like this from time to time. Because in my own experience, it's very easy and natural to fall periodically into this um, experience of meditation as a certain kind of very subtle form of striving. You know, like I'm trying to trying to make something particular happen. Um, and it's it's really natural. Um, and um, and I myself find it really important to um, either be reminded by someone else um, or to remind myself that actually it's just about being with my experience as it is. You know, if there, in a way, I mean, it's not as if we're not doing something that's actually very difficult and challenging, but it's like different than the difficulty of making, accomplishing something. It's more like the challenge of staying with what is, sinking more deeply into um, our experience as it is, rather than trying to make our experience something else. Um, and I think one of the things that makes it difficult to remember this is because when we do sink into the moment as it is, often actually our experience does change. You know, something happens where suddenly we feel a kind of openness or spaciousness. Um, we feel a kind of settling. And then we, we so naturally and easily mistake that feeling for the goal of what the practice is as if, okay, that's what actually this is supposed to be about. It's supposed to get to that that state of openness or um, when it's actually the sinking into the experience that it is, as it is, which sometimes is uncomfortable, sometimes it's not, um, that creates that shift. And But it's not about making that shift happen. Um, it's not about creating a certain kind of state of mind. States of mind will change you know, all the time when we're sitting. Sometimes it's, you know, like so expansive, you can't even believe it. Sometimes it feels so claustrophobic, you can't believe it. You know, like you're you're you're, you're want to crawl out of your skin. And the um, the real difficulty is staying with it, no matter what it's like. Um, and I think, um, you know, there's a certain challenge to not being attached to pleasant experiences. But I think for most people, the the day to day like sort of nitty-gritty difficulty of meditation practices, learning how to work with discomfort in the way that we did tonight. And um, because this is this is the kind of stuff that, you know, will comes up all the time and you start to like, you, you tighten up, you start to, no, I don't want that, no. Okay, wait, wait, what am I, I gotta, I'm, I'm not following the breath right, because if I did, it would feel, it would feel better than this. If I, you know, um, something would be changing, you know. Um, and I don't know how many of you, um, you know, that that experience that when I asked at some point later in the meditation, like, have you gotten frustrated that things haven't gotten better? You know, because like, wait, I'm approaching this comfort and I did what I was supposed to do. 
And how come it didn't work? How come how come the discomfort's still there? Now, for some of you, it may not have been, but it's like, um, and for some of you, may not have been uncomfortable at all at any point. But some of you were probably working with the discomfort, were playing along and saying, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can do this. I can like lean into it. I can be with it. But then wait, why is it not going anywhere? What's going on? You know, and then that's the the real giveaway that actually like, oh, I was only doing this with this ulterior motive that if I did this, then it would go away. Um, and then th that's like a good wake up call. I say, oh, so actually the trick is how can I really truly be okay with this uncomfortable experience just staying? And the truth is, could you be, could you be okay with it? staying forever like as if this is what your experience is right um and then if you can truly be okay with it as it is then first of all it doesn't become it's no longer a problem no matter what you're feeling you know but then often something will soften because so much of the discomfort that we're feeling is actually constituted by the resistance we have to what we're feeling it's like the fact that we don't want to feel what we're feeling feeds into the thing that we don't want to feel. And so like this, it becomes this kind of knot. And so that's why often when we no longer are resisting your experience, that the experience itself shifts because experience was itself made up of in large part, the resistance we're having to it, you know? Um, so um, sometimes just, just being able to be with pain, or some other kind of experience, suddenly it's like just truly be with it, surrender to it. It shifts because you realize that it was the resistance itself that was clenching the fists of the mind around that experience and making it so tight. Um, but there are a lot of like sort of it's interesting, it's like this terrain is so interesting because it's so subtle, you know, the different ways in which we experience discomfort and also different ways that the mind reacts to it. And so I think this can be a really like useful thing for people to share about, to talk about. Um, even if what you're experiencing was just frustration, you know, or difficulty, or the, it can be profoundly valuable to other people who are here to just hear what you're going through. That First of all, maybe they're not alone. Oh, wait, I thought I was the only one experiencing this way. Or maybe there's something in your experience that gives someone a clue to, or a hint, like, oh, this is this is interesting. That's a different way of thinking about it. Okay, so um, I just want to open the floor. Are people willing to share? Or are there any questions that you might have about what we've done so far together tonight? Or um, maybe a question about a particular experience you were having while trying to open to be with um, something that was uncomfortable for you. So anyway, just let's 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 open it up. And and remember you're speaking not just for yourself, but also for the benefit of everyone else who's on the call. Yeah. I, I can share my experience. Hi, Chalice. Hi. Um, I felt pretty agitated today about something that was, I thought, kind of petty. <laughs> <laughs> and I I realized in this meditation that I was un, unwilling to accept that I was 
that I was feeling upset about it. Mm-hmm. And I thought that I shouldn't. Yeah. And that I should, you know, just let it go, be okay. And the 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 sticky part was that I wasn't letting myself just feel annoyed. <laughs> yeah. Um, so thank you. Yeah. Great. Thank thank you, Chalice. Um, I have a couple of thoughts I could share. Hello. Hi. Um, uh, first of all, the when you said that if you notice that you're you're directing your attention to, to the discomfort and it doesn't change, you, it shows that you have an ulterior motive. That was such a. Um, uh, I loved that phrasing, and I I noticed myself feeling that a lot. So I I found that phrasing really useful of the ulterior motive, um, and the when you said um, uh, something about being okay with if this discomfort never changes, mm-hmm. I felt a wash of relief mm-hmm. um, that. Uh, you know, my, my, you know, my pain in my hips from not moving as much as, you know, I judge it. like, if this never changes, like, like I am not, I am not a problem to be fixed. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was a, a, that was a huge amount of permission and, and, and relief um, there. And then uh, I also found that my thoughts were, were like a flood. It was very, there were many, many thoughts happening today and I was curious about that and I think recently I've been consuming a lot of media and there's been a lot of stimuli and holidays and blah 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 blah. and I think that having I've been doing a different type of meditation but this type of meditation where just silence like Mm -hmm. I think my brain was so relieved to have a space to think that Mm -hmm. the thoughts were coming very um, uh, in, in a high volume. So thank you. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, and I think, um, well, actually, Josephine, I don't know, is there, is there a question about the thoughts? I think it's wonderful to hear your just account of what, what the sitting was like for you, but I did, you said. It, no, okay. <laughs> no question. <Yeah. laughs> okay, good. That's what I thought. I didn't hear a question. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And and sometimes, I mean, this sort of fits with what Charles was saying. Sometimes we just need an opportunity to feel what we're feeling. You know, I mean, that's really like, it's so simple. And it's so interesting how we so rarely give ourselves the opportunity to just simply feel whether it's the rush of the mind or the pettiness, you know, like that that I don't want to I don't want to admit that I'm annoyed. Like I don't think I should be annoyed about this, right? And 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 I think so many, so much, so many often when thoughts are rushing like that, so it's just a sign that we're kind of like there's also also kind of avoidance going on. Like I'm not settling into the moment. Um and um that's why we give ourselves a gift when we practice formal meditation practice, because it's sometimes there's nothing better than just taking 30 minutes to just sit with whatever it is we're feeling. Um, And so it's weird, like I think a lot of people, you know, when they feel some kind of emotional pain or physical pain, like the last thing they'd wanna do is meditate or sit. And, but for me, there's like nothing more, nothing that I'd rather do, right? Than actually give myself a chance to just stop and just feel 
what's going on. Because nothing's going to happen if we don't let ourselves do that. And then when we do that, we realize maybe there's actually nothing else that needs to happen, you know. Um, it's nice to, I think this might be your first time on the call, so welcome to the group. Nice to see you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I can share something. I, I don't know if this, I feel like this is maybe echoing what Josephine was saying, maybe more than adding, but um, I found your um, comments about kind of labeling experience as a problem or, um, you know, when we can remember to not label mm -hmm. <laughs> experience as a problem incredibly helpful i mean i feel like i just want to work with that kind of for a very long time right now um so there were definitely moments i actually had the experience today where we were focusing on a physical sensation and i have a lot of tightness in my neck mm -hmm. um and it was relieving a little bit. And then in its place came in all this emotional stuff from yesterday. <laughs> it's so great. Um, but it, and, 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 you know, not surprisingly, because that's what happens for, to all of us, um, kind of painful emotional experience. Um, and just sitting here and saying, it's okay that I was experiencing, like, it's okay that I was feeling that. It's okay that I'm feeling that now. Um, but, but particularly about just calling it not a problem, I would, I found really useful. So thank you for that. I don't, I also don't really have a question about it necessarily, except just a, you know, gratitude for that. Thank you, Elizabeth. I really, yeah. And I only share that phrasing of it's a problem because I myself find it so useful. You know, it's like a really, it's for me, a good way of encapsulating what it is I do when I try to avoid my experience. You know, and just, um, yeah, it's just, that's a problem. But actually, yeah, why? Um, easier to talk about that reframing, though, than sometimes, like, because, like, sometimes that, that impulse to see as a problem goes, is very tenacious. Totally, yeah. I, I see you nodding in agreement, yeah. Yeah. It, it's so automatic. Yeah. I mean, my first response when you had us focus on the physical sensation, I, I mean, I was so aware that my first response was like, I have to stop it. <laughs> it was mm -hmm. like this panic. You know? And that's mm -hmm. how I respond sometimes to emotional pain, too. It's, it's, and so just finding, like, wait a minute, it's okay. Like, this is what's yeah. happening right now. You know, one way of understanding, I think, why retreats, extended retreats are so important in meditation practice is that they make very clear that there's no escape. Um, you know, it's like, I think people who don't go to retreats think, oh, it must be amazing to have like so many meditation periods in a row where you can really deepen your concentration. And yeah, sometimes it's like that. I'm not saying it's not ever like that. Um, but I think there's going to be a component of a retreat where you have some kind of discomfort, you know, psychic or physical, and you just realize in a very like 
down-to-earth way, I'm not talking anything like esoteric and metaphysical, that there is no escaping it. Like that tension that was there the last sitting, oh, it's there again. Oh, it's there again. <laughs> it's there again. And, uh, you know, and then and then you realize it's, it's wh what's really making it so bad is that I just can't accept that it's there. And then after like a day, sometimes it's actually taken me two or three days of this kind of like seeing something as a problem, like a particular kind of tension in my chest or something. Um, and I keep like circling, oh, it's just because I haven't hit on the right kind of like mental state yet. Or if I just followed the breath just right, it would fix. It just feels actually two or three is all it took was just giving up. Just giving up and accepting that this is my experience. It's not the romantic experience I thought I was going to have coming to the street, but it's one experience. And then suddenly like it shifts because at a very deep level, I stopped seeing it as a problem. But I had to almost be, and I don't want to, this is not the right word, it's like, I was like, like beaten down. <laughs> that's, not, that's not too violent an image, but it's more like worn down. I think that might be like, 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 like a pebble being worn smooth or like um, something like that. Like a, yeah, just the, almost the exhaustion, that part of the mind that wants to fight, wants to see everything problems, just getting so tired after a while and saying, I'm just going to give up. And then, wow, things can just open up. And you wish there was a way to like get a shortcut to that, but alas, most of the time there isn't. Yeah. Thank you, Bernie. That that's really uh, this. Everyone has said something that really touches on my experience tonight. I I thank you all so much. But I I feel like maybe I've overcomplicated it for myself. And so my question is around physical pain and triggers. I, it's something I've been pondering. I, I'm, I'm very careful when I come to sit every time that this shoulder that I broke four years ago and kind of ripped a bunch of things in there, I, I you know try to fix, place it so that it won't be triggered in mm. pain. But the last few days, it's just been a lot of pain. So part of what I'm facing is my age. I'll be 70 very soon. And I'm sort of wondering at this stage, okay, is this permanent? Am I always going to be living with this pain? And, and so I don't know if there is some teaching or a thought you may have about um yeah, of course we want to avoid triggers, <laughs> but um, at the same time, maybe I'm just paying too much attention to that. I don't know. I felt almost when when, when we began mm -hmm. that I was distracted from the pain mm -hmm. as I was 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 meditating and getting deeper, and then I fell asleep again. Sorry, um, <laughs> but um, but. I don't think it's a, just a distraction from the pain that makes it go away. It was it was not around for part of this meditation, and that was really yeah. cool. Yeah, no, this is this is not about um, um, in, in, inviting pain or provoking it or like somehow being masochistic and like you know thinking pain is good for us. This is just like an acknowledgement that no matter what, there's going to be some kind of discomfort sometimes real pain right, in our lives. And then how do we respond, right? When those, so it's, it's um, so 
adjusting your body so that it's com as comfortable as possible is good. You know, you, I don't think I, the idea is not to like sit in a position in which you would somehow like feel the pain on purpose, you know, in, in that arm. But as you know, from experience, you can't always avoid it, right? It's going to come up. And then this is, this kind of practice can be really like how, and the idea of it's something staying forever. It's not because we don't know what's going to be, you know, it's what's going to be forever, but it's a really interesting kind of um, sort of question to pose to oneself. Like, what, so what if this is my experience? Like, my, it's a way to say, can I really just let this be now? You know, really, truly. And sort of saying that it's forever is just a way of saying, it, like, so it's not just, oh, because I know an hour from now, if I do this meditation, it'll go away. You know, so we're not playing games with ourselves, but really saying, okay, let me just imagine it'll be like this forever. Like, what would it be like? What comes up? What kind of resistance comes up? But not as if we should actually like hope for or expect or, you know, we could do, the truth is we can't know um, moment by moment. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's, so it's not, um, it's, I think it's very, it's the alleviation of that kind of physical discomfort is actually like a wonderful and quite common effect of meditation practice right um and it's one that's wonderful and um but i think for the very reason it can be tricky when we start to like expect it to have that effect and so that's just you know and i think this is just let's let's just remind ourselves that it's not about either feeling good or bad you know it's not about dwelling in pain but it's also not about necessarily making things always feel better it's just about being with what is. Um, thank you. Thank you, Carrie. Okay, so I think that's good for tonight. Thank you so much to the people who who spoke tonight. Um, I have a feeling everyone else in the call got a lot out of it. I know I did. Um, and this is just the terrain that we're always on. You know, there's just slightly different words for the you know the, the different angles we take, but. We're just talking about the same thing. So there's that means that there's many more opportunities to talk about this in different ways. Um, so um, I'll be traveling next week, visiting my parents in California. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful um, next two weeks and I'll look forward to seeing you all in the new year. Can you believe it's gonna be 2023? Like what the hell? <laughs> um, crazy. So it's it's great to see you all. And um, so can we sit for just like 30 minutes, a minute together? Uh, th 30 seconds, sorry. <laughs> 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 ah, I was like, ah, no. <laughs> um, for, for just, um, you know, a, a minute uh, together and then we'll say goodnight. Okay, all right. Please do whatever practice is, works for you, following the breath, just feeling the body, listening to sounds. Mm.
All right, everyone. Great to see you. See you next time. Goodbye. Thank you so much. And I guess Happy New Year yeah. you know, in, in anticipation of that. Yeah. Happy New Year. Okay. Happy, healthy New Year. Yeah. Yeah. Thank to you. all of you. Thank, Thank you, Bernie. Thank Good you. Good night.